0: Further ado. That's what the game's all about. All of a sudden you feel like you can't miss. Oh. Oh,
1: I'm gonna just leave it up there.
0: You couldn't is. make that if you tried that again. Yeah. Absolutely not. The
1: floor. Let's go. Welcome to Buckets. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined, as always, by professional better Raheem Palmer. This is the Wednesday workshop. Every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern, we break down the Wednesday slate going over what the best bets are, how to bet it, the process, our models, all that type of stuff, how Raheem approaches these games. You're going to learn a lot. It's about the process of betting as well as getting those sweet, sweet best bets in. You can find all of our analysis as well as you can track Raheem's picks in the Action Network app, the award-winning Action Network app available on your mobile device right now. You can find where the bets and money are coming in, all of that information. Check it out on your mobile device Right now. All right. Let's not waste any more time, Raheem. What's your best bet up top? First one for Wednesday. I'm
0: going with the Utah Jazz minus three and a half. I think it's some, I think it's four. When actually just pulled it off, but they had it minus three and a half. Look, I mean, these are two teams going in two different directions. The Lakers didn't make any trades coming off the trade deadline. They lost three straight and four out of the last five. The Jazz have won six straight games. You got Rudy Gobert back. You got Donovan Mitchell back. And I know the Lakers played well against the Warriors, but the Warriors have been struggling. They lost three of their last four games, and their defensive rating has slipped from first, giving up 105.6 points per one possessions to 116.9. We saw last night they struggled with the Clippers. So the Lakers, to me, they're still a rough team. When you look at this Jazz team, look, the Jazz, they they have the top – ranked offensive rating in the half court. They're playing a Lakers defense at 17th and a half court. And I just think these are two teams that the Jazz are just a much, much better team. I think this line is short. My model makes it six and a half. So at four it's so short. Also, I think the Lakers have a math problem in this game. You got a Jazz team that leads the league and Phil goes from behind the no art. And they're making the sixth highest percentage. Lakers just not going to be able to match up point for point. So
1: I, I like the Jazz in this one. So when is where we get these lines from when post the lines uh, earlier than any other book, which we appreciate our friends over at WinBet for doing that. Uh, Do we with this having been pulled off the board? Do we think it pops back up at a different number? Um, I I think it may pop back up at
0: around four, four and a half. I'm saying there's an offshore book that has it four and a half now. But even then, I think it's short at that number. So I'm rolling with it. I actually wrote about it for the post tomorrow. So we had to get that in around 5 p.m. and that's when they had three and a
1: half so I jumped all over it all right so what do you have this at projected at again I have it at jazz minus six and a half okay I've got 7.4 so I, I show the same mm-hmm. kind of edge that you do no sort of indication the Rudy Gobert is going to sit You came back last night There's it now it's the last game for all-star break so that's always like a weird this is like a weird spot for all the teams like their focus and attention is always all over the place like it's It's possible, I guess, that the Jazz could be with, you know, two. I mean, it's Wednesday game, right? I don't expect them to be like, hey, you could get a two day start on the on the all star break. Sometimes guys will sit on the first on the last game for the all star break. I'm not expecting this here, but we should. I mean, here's a question, though. How do you weigh that versus if you wait to make sure that they're in losing CLV on it? Like, is it just like do we just assume they're going to play and go with it? Because like part of me you know, thinks even if even if one of them, I still think maybe the Lakers the the Jazz can win this game and cover. Yeah, I mean to me, it's like
0: look, the Jazz are on this six game win streak. And to me, I think when a team is on a streak like that, I'm I kind of want to roll with them, especially before the break, because I, I just think they want to go into the break on a on a high note. You know, like I don't think they want this streak to end right before the break. Or it's just like the Lakers are kind of reeling. And like you look at a team like the Warriors, the Warriors are rolling. They're ready for the All-Star break. And the Jazz, to me, look like a team that they had their little bumps in a row and now they're rolling. So I think the game, when they come back from the All-Star break, that's a a game where I don't want to touch them because, you know, it's like they were rolling coming into the All-Star break. You had that time off, then they got to get reacclimated. So I think this is the time to play them.
1: All right. I like that one. I'm with you on that one. I think that's a a good one. I'll have them in parlays as well. Uh, Do you have anything else that you want to talk about on the board?
0: Um, that's, I mean, let's go to your pick. And then, I mean, I may have something.
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, I want to look at the Brooklyn Nets, uh, the Nets taken on, uh, the New York Knicks and obviously the, uh, subway showdown, no Kyrie for this because it's in New York city. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Knicks are five and a half. I think that that's high. I think that's high. It's actually, it's actually six and a half now. Yeah. <laughs> it just I, moved up. I will grab that at six and a half too. So I don't like the movement towards it, but look, Watch that game last night when they get, they broke the losing streak versus the Kings. I had the Kings, and I think Seth Curry and Andre Drummond make a big impact. It gives you another ball handler. Like, this team is just pretty decent once you get an actual ball handler and a big on the team, right? Like, they do have guys like Cam Thomas. They do have guys um, like LaMarcus Aldridge. They do have guys like Patty Mills. So, even without the superstars, because obviously Simmons is not going to play, no Kyrie and no KD – I get this line being what it is, but I don't trust the Knicks to cover five and a half, much less six and a half uh, in this spot. I don't think the Knicks deserve that kind of respect, especially with how much their defense tends to fall apart. The Knicks entire problem is that their starters are weak, right? Like their starters are are the real issue. And maybe the bench is able to run it up, but Tibbs plays starters more. And I don't know that the Knicks starters have a huge advantage here. So with, I've got this for full season numbers at Nets minus seven and a half, Right. So I can't get to a, if I take out KD, let's give him four. That's three and a half. If I take out, you know, Harden slash Simmons, let's take out Harden. That gets me to a pick em. If I take out Kyrie, that gets me to Knicks minus three. I've still got two lines of value. And that's before we factor in uh, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond's impact. So I like the Nets here. I will probably play the Nets on the money line as well.
0: Yeah. I- Like, I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, I think that the Knicks are just struggling so much. And the one thing I I just don't like about Tim's rotations is that he's playing a lot of the older guys. He has so many younger guys, and I feel like those are probably the guys that need to be getting minutes right now. So uh, I'm not mad at this one at all. I kind of was actually leaning over for this one. (laughs) Like, when I run my model for, like, the last month, neither one of these two teams have been playing defense. When you look at the Nets, they're 28th in defensive rating. Over the last two weeks, you look at the Knicks, they're 24th in defensive rating. And, and while neither one of these offenses have really gotten going, I think the Nets offense should be better with Seth Curry, Curry in the mix and Andre Drummond. And I also think the Knicks are going to be able to score here. So I think the 217, it, it feels a little bit short, but that's just a lean for me right now.
1: Here's one I want to know what your number is at because I want to try and evaluate how to fade the model here. Um, the mm-hmm. total on Raptors Wolves with the Wolves on a third and four nights back to back tomorrow is 230 and a half. What do you have this model at?
0: If I use just the last month, I have it 235. Yep. If I That's if I yeah, like if I um I think in fact, damn, I just I just accidentally closed it out. My full season numbers. Hard. I'm bringing it back up. I think I know my full season numbers are a lot lower. Am I just close out by accident? <laughs> That's right.
1: So I've got it at, I've got this like way down, right? Like my mile always overestimates the Wolves defense because it's good in the half court um, at 217.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to fade it. So the Wolves, I, I just did a podcast with Dane Moore who covers the Wolves and we, he was talking about how the defense has fallen off a cliff. Over the last month, they've basically started playing switch more. The Wolves players told, Finch. Hey, playing at the level which we've been successful at is exhausting. We can switch. Let us switch. We can do it. Narrator. They could not do it. Like They cannot defend one-on-one in the situations. It takes away everything that's kind of good about this team defensively. So, I tend to think uh, if we look at this approach, plus the Raptors, dog-tired, long minutes, gave up a big number last night to the Pels, having trouble, like... I don't want to bet the side on this at all. And it's a, it's an exhaustion standpoint, but I also think if you're tired, you're sloppier on defense. I think it's one of the, the misnomers is that instead of not having not having your jumper legs, I think that you're more likely to get beat on the perimeter because it's all an effort thing. So I kind of yeah, lean yeah. towards the over here, even at a 230 and a half number on Raptors Wolves.
0: Yeah, I mean, that definitely makes sense. But I mean, look, like I just put on my full season numbers. My full season numbers are 223. Yep. Over the last month, I have them 235. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I the other day against the, the, the Bulls, that, that Timberwolves Bulls number close 241. Yeah. So, that's like that that tells you where the defense is at this point. So,
1: the other one I wanted to touch on was Warriors Nuggets. So, uh, I've got, unsurprisingly, the numbers are going to work out to a big edge in the Warriors. I've got an 8.7 versus a five and a half line. Warriors are five and a half point favorites at home versus the Denver Nuggets. No Draymond, right? Let's check off three points for Draymond. That gets us down um, to 5.7. So we're still slightly covering for the Warriors. I do kind of like the edge here for Denver. I think Denver's live in this spot. I feel like I, I like the matchup. Denver beat them earlier in, a, in their first game. The Nuggets have not been good in, in Pepsi, or, or not Pepsi, uh, Golden Center won their arena. However... Part of that's because, like, every time that they've gone there, they've suffered a major injury over the last, like, two years. Uh, Jamal Murray tore his ACL at Golden Center 1. Will Barton hurt himself then was out for the first round of the playoffs at Golden Center 1 a few weeks later. Um, preseason, before the Nuggets stupidly go to Golden Center 1 for a preseason game. Michael Parr Jr. hurt himself in that game. That's where he first hurt his back. So, like, kind of scary there. Uh, however, with Jokic and them only having Kavon Looney and Jonathan Kaminga inside, with how the Nuggets have been playing, with how well Aaron Gordon has been playing, Steph Curry's been better. He had another big game last night, but you don't know what you're going to get from Clay Thompson. He has 30 on Saturday when Steph has a bad game. He has a bad game last night when Steph has a good game. The Warriors are a little desperate here. I'm sure they don't want to go into the All-Star break with a uh, on a losing streak, but I think maybe just playing the points... That might be the way to go. I think this Nuggets team is better than their number is going to allow for the full season because they've added, they've played more Bones Highland. They figured out more rotations. They're playing Faku Campazo less. I like the Nuggets a little bit at five and a half, especially because I think this probably goes up to like six and a half at some point uh, in the very near future. Like I would imagine this moves towards Warriors instead of going towards Nuggets.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of lean with you on the Nuggets. Like last night, I watched that Clippers game and Zubat got whatever he wanted. 8 of 10 from the field, 18 points. It just felt like the Warriors just had no answer for them at center. And I think Yoke is just going to be a real problem for this team. If anybody else can hit some open shots in the same way that the Clippers did last night, I think the Nuggets are alive. And also the Warriors just look, they just look like a tired team ready for the all-star break. When you look at the Warriors, they've really been struggling to defend lately over the last two weeks, they're 23rd in defensive rate. They're giving up 116 points per one possessions. possession. So this team's really not defending, and I I, I can't help but think the, they're live. Actually, I'm leaning towards the over in this one. I think that they have the total at 226. My model actually makes this for the last month 223, but I think the, the fact that they're setting this total so high it's it, it's it's very telling.
1: All right, one more I want to get to on the side, and I think we should talk about the total mm-hmm. as well. Actually, here, um, Grizzlies Blazers. OK, on a back to back. Portland's been playing sneaky. Well, the line is still 12 and a half. That's preposterous. Like I'm taking I'm absolutely betting the Grizzlies here like or the Blazers like there's there is the Blazers have shown that they will hang in these games. Teams are overlooking them. Anthony Simons is playing well. Josh Hart is played, played great last night. I, I don't want to lay 12 and a half with Memphis. I actually like, I want to actively grab them at more than double digit favor. This team's really good, and they can, they do show a, a higher capacity for blowouts than most teams. I also, the full season numbers lean towards the under here. I've got it at 221 versus a 228. I feel like that's soft given how fast this is. I feel like this, te- this is going to be up and down, up and down. Grizzlies running in transition, Simons and company running right back. I like the Blazers, and I like the over here a little bit.
0: I can understand the Blazers, especially with the, the Grizzlies on a back-to-back. And like you said, the, the, the Blazers have been feisty. Like, I mean, for them to go out there and beat the Bucs the other night, like that said a lot about this team. Like, I mean, my numbers over the last month have it at 223, and I think my full-season numbers have it at 224. So it's just – okay. It's, it's a matter of do you think the Blazers can score? because I, I do think the i do, I do think the, the grizzlies are going to get theirs
1: i'm doing the math on uh, what this looks like i'm looking at the mm-hmm. okay so cuz it's not like the blazers have like a
0: great half court off
1: all right so the blazers team total on this is going they don't, haven't posted it yet but it's going to project out at basically 107 and a half mm-hmm. and for full season i've got it 105 but with how they've been playing lately and how fast they've been playing, I kind of want to look at Blazers' team total over. Do you think the Grizzlies can slow them down? They're a good defensive team. Like, Grizzlies really are a good defensive team. I just feel like, with how they're moving the ball, I feel like they're going to have success scoring in this game. Like, the Blazers, no matter what, I feel like they're going to put up points.
0: Preston, they played at 96 possessions against the Knicks the other night. And to the first half of the game, it wasn't like they were scoring. And then they played against the Bucs, they played about 104. So, yeah. and then it's a, I guess it's team dependent, and I guess the Grizzlies are going to play a faster pace. So yeah. to right, me, gonna, it's like, anytime... One thing I'll say is, when I see that my model is... Like, there's times where my, my model will be like three points off on the under. But when it's like six or seven points off, I'm thinking that the odds makers have a good idea that this is going over. So at 228 with my model at 223. It's like, to me, that's saying that they're expecting a, a,
1: a faster paced game. So jaw is sitting tonight with an ankle. We're recording this on Tuesday night at seven. We do doing this uh, Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday at seven o'clock Eastern on YouTube. He's sitting tonight versus the Pelicans with an ankle. Maybe, maybe he's going to play tomorrow, but that's like enough for me to be like, I, I'm definitely, I'm like, I'm betting it. I'm actively while we're on the show, I'm going to bet the Blazers right now. Like, if Josh sits both of these games, there's zero reason why they should be 12 and a half. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. All right, let's go wrap it up for Buckets. Thanks for joining us on the Wednesday Workshop. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. If you want to catch us on YouTube, seven o'clock Eastern on Wednesday, we'll break down the Thursday slate with Joe Dallaro before the All-Star break. On Thursday, we'll have uh, a special All-Star episode. We'll be on the Action Network podcast as well, breaking down everything with the all with the All-Star game. Uh, sides, totals, I guess, for that incredible no-one-cares game. Uh, we'll do dunk contest, three-point contest. I'm running a big three-point contest breakdown like I always do every year. We hit on Buddy Heal a couple of years ago. We should have hit on Zach Levine last year. It's going to be fun. Check it out. All the All-Star content on the Action Network and the Action Network app. Thanks for joining us. Let's get buckets.